This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end-times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning television program. Also, those that are listening to me on social media, Warning Radio, Shortwave, welcome. We're in the conference room here at World Ministries International. I have a live audience of staff. And after we get done with this message, then the staff and I are going into intercessory prayer. It's critical. And you need to really know how to pray. I hope you do. My message today is the rule of Jesus Christ. Now, we're living in the most dangerous times in America for patriots and Christians. Satan, through communists, carrying out their evil plans for America and you, through the Democratic Radical Party, are wanting to destroy the Constitution and Bill of Rights and persecute the church. They want to destroy anyone who gets in their way who tries to Stop them. A Christian today must understand the rule of Jesus Christ. To hope to defeat the demonic forces comprised of evil spirits and men that are in rebellion against God himself. Once again, my message is the rule of Jesus Christ. In a world fluctuating standards and questionable absolutes, Sometimes believers find themselves caught up in doubt or unbelief regarding the absolute authority, reign, and power of Jesus Christ. Beyond that, we need to understand how Christ has enabled each of us to stand in that same authority. As I mentioned, sometimes believers doubt the absolute authority of Christ. Now, this is very sad, but it's very true. Believers, quote believers, I say, quote, God knows if they're born again, but they call themselves Christian, but yet they doubt absolute truth. That seems to be very strange to me, but that's where we're living today. I know Watchman Nee, we're taking that in As a textbook, uh, he's the author of a book that we're studying. And uh, I'll tell you what, I've never had more respect for Watchman Nee than what he talks about in the ministry of the word. 
dealing again that you can know the scriptures, you can quote the scriptures, you can mentally even say you believe in the scriptures or God. The Pharisees did. But yet they did not know God. Let me say it again. They said they believed in God. They knew the scriptures. They would condemn you with the scriptures. But yet, Jesus said, you don't even know me. Because they had not submitted their will to God. How many people who call themselves Christian know the scriptures? Say they believe in God. Again, like Satan does. He believes in God. What's the difference? Satan doesn't submit his will to God. He knows God mentally. He believes in him, absolutely. He can quote the scriptures dogmatically. But yet he doesn't know Jesus Christ. Do you know Jesus Christ? Or are you just a Pharisee? My text is 1 Peter 3, 21 through 22. There is also an anti-type which now saves us. Baptism. Not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. Water baptism doesn't save us, but yet it is something you do in an area of obedience to God. What does save you? Well, the rest of 1 Peter 3, 21 and 22. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers have been made subject to him. So the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the death and resurrection is what saves us if we submit our will to him. Frankly, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't submit your will to him, that same resurrection damns you. You know, that's a two-edged sword, isn't it? It saves you, it damns you. Whether you believe it or not, there's absolute truth and Jesus is coming back with absolute truth. He's going to judge you with absolute truth. Not Nancy Pelosi's truth. No, 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 no. He's going to judge Nancy Pelosi with his absolute truth. Point number one, absolute authority. The word subject comes from the Greek word, and I'll spell it, H-U-P-O-T-A-S-S-O, in case you can't pronounce it. It means to sub be subordinate to obey, to be under obedience. Are you a subordinate truly of Jesus Christ? We're supposed to be, aren't we? We're supposed to be under, we're supposed to obey. How can you say you believe in God but disobey? But yet, untold millions of Americans say that. Just about, probably still, 70% of Americans would call themselves, I believe in God. But they don't believe in absolute truth. Now you tell me how that is. They believe in God, but they don't believe in absolute truth. Watchman Nee and Jesus Christ would say, you don't know God. You don't know God. But that absolute truth is going to judge you. Christ began to rule when he rose from the dead and ascended to the right hand of the Father. There all angels, authorities, and powers were made subject to him. This is a settled fact that must be a foundational pillar of our faith. There's no situation or circumstance, demon or principality, that can ever have dominion over Jesus. Jesus is absolute authority. He's absolute truth. doesn't matter about the Congress of the United States. 
It doesn't matter about the Democratic Party, Marxist, Communist, Antichrist Party. Jesus is absolute truth, Mr. Biden. I think you only deserve to be called Joe Biden. Jesus is absolute truth. How is that authority expressed in the world today? Christ is, Christ is not in the earth bodily unless he is through you. He is seated at the right hand of God. Notice that scripture talks about demons and principalities being subject to Jesus. Because man was created in the image of God, he has a choice. Not everyone is going to obey Jesus in this life. Some will choose to rebel and lose out eternally. Still, some will respond, wanting to become obedient to Jesus Christ. The reason there is a struggle between good and evil, between religion and truth, is that Satan is on a mission to deceive as many as possible. If you do not know who you are in Christ, you will never be able to be an expression of his authority in this earth realm, if you don't know who you are. Many people don't know who they are. The majority of Christians don't know who they are. How do you express Christ on earth if you don't know who you are? If you don't know Jesus Christ other than mentally? Again, like the Pharisees, like Satan. Even like Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I'm a good Catholic. Doesn't matter who you are. And you're certainly not a good Catholic. That's another lie. Not everyone is going to obey Christ in this life. Some will choose to rebel and lose out eternally. Some will respond wanting to become obedient. Again, there's a struggle. Satan's on a mission. If you do not know who you are in Christ, you will never be able to represent Christ with his authority. We are the body of Christ. Paul, speaking to the church of Ephesus and us today, says that he prays that. Ephesians 1, 17 through 22. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worketh in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of God in heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he puts all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. Head over all things. Over the, quote, we want to say Congress of the United States of America, over the Senate, over the Supreme Court, over the House of Representatives. That's why, members, you're going to be judged if you don't recognize the absolute authority of Jesus Christ, of the Scriptures. You're changing it. You're removing God. You're removing His absolute authority. You're trying to allow boys, born boys, 
Now to choose what sex they are. This is insanity, you sick members of Congress. This is flat-out insanity, and you are sick. There is absolute authority. There's absolute truth. God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that your eyes might be opened, enlightened. Whose eyes will be opened? Those that know Christ. The others, their eyes are closed. Whose eyes are closed? Those that mock the Holy Spirit. The word of God is also the Holy Spirit, documented in written form. The inspiration of the Holy Spirit, written. The Pharisees, the scribes, why were their eyes closed, their ears closed? Because they mocked Jesus Christ in the flesh. They mocked him as the Son of God. They mocked the Holy Spirit in him. They said he operated through the devil. And they called him a name for the devil. And they committed the unpardonable sin. And their eyes were closed. They knew what they were doing. They knew if they recognized and said that Jesus' power came from God through the Holy Spirit, they, they have to admit he is the Son of God, the living God, the Messiah. And they deliberately then charged him with being of Satan. They charged the working of the Holy Spirit. They grieved the Holy Spirit. And Jesus spoke in parables because they were already damned. You know, people don't recognize, I, I believe so many Christians, well, quote Christians, many of them are already damned and they don't even know it. They don't know it. They can do what they want. You can call, talk to them. They don't know they're damned. They have grieved the Holy Spirit too many times and they don't even know they're damned. They can't repent. You don't convict them. God doesn't convict them. Nothing convicts them. They don't recognize absolute authority. You know, people don't like to hear that. Well, it doesn't matter what you like to hear. You better understand how serious it is because it's going to judge you. It's going to judge me. It's going to judge your sons and daughters. There is absolute truth, whether they want to recognize it or not. Point number two, Jesus Christ walking in you through the Holy Spirit. The church... The body of Christ is the only vehicle of expression of the authority of Jesus Christ on planet Earth. The church. Some people say, I don't need to belong to the church. I can just be fine by myself. My own little island. That's so against scripture. Even in our class on hermeneutics, it goes into that where a person who separates himself from the body, there is no safety even for the interpretation of correct doctrine in Scripture. And he goes into heresy. The body is meant to protect us. Nobody has a corner on absolute truth. We need to come under the fivefold gifts of ministry to learn, to be corrected, to be taught. From ourself, even. From our own vanity that goes into stupidity. Like, I can seal you. Sadder stupidity because you're left to your own vanity because you're not under authority and you say you can seal. You know, the last I knew in the Bible, the angel sealed 
from the authority of Jesus Christ. Not you, false prophet. You get into, again, if you really get under authority and you're in a, a true godly fellowship that understands the word of God and you have people that have truly studied in a proper Bible college, a proper one filled with the word of God and the spirit of God that goes into apostolic doctrine set in the first century, you can protect yourself from all the heresy going on, from self-interpretation. The people taking that hermeneutics, I think, are starting to see how important it is. And they see how crazy some of their friends are with their stupidity in their interpretation of Scripture. You've got to be within the body to be protected. It's like a person who says, I don't need a house. I can just go outside 24 hours a day, 365. It doesn't matter. I live in a place where there's four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. You just try it. Let me, let me see you walk around without a house. I think you'll be froze with your little uh, false doctrine and you'll be an icicle and they'll thaw you out and bury you. And that's what we do to a lot of people. They're buried. They're dead. They're an icicle. They don't even know it. And when you unthaw them, you might as well bury them. They are so far from truth, from absolute truth. They're so far into heresy that God himself can't reach them. Why? Because they refuse to follow God. One of the steps of protection is to be part of the body. That is in the scriptures, a commandment for your safety. But yet people want to teach themselves. Well, let me see, where, where, where have you graduated from? That's just one thing. And even though I've graduated from solid seminaries and stuff, I still believe in what the Bible says for my protection to come under the fivefold gifts of ministry, to be part of a body for accountability. And so all of a sudden I don't go into stupidity with uh, some spirit, false spirit, deceiving spirit, lying spirit, cunning spirit, familiar spirit. The church, the body of Christ, is the only vehicle of expression of the authority of Jesus Christ on planet Earth. We must know our identity and walk in that authority fully submitted to the Lordship of Christ. Fully submitted. Satan has sown every kind of lie you can imagine, keeping believers from knowing and walking in the truth. He says that authority and dominion were only for Jesus and the apostles, not the church today. What he is trying to say is, I only had to obey when Jesus the man was here. Now I don't have to obey you. That's basically what people are saying. For too long, the church swallowed that deception and stopped ruling in authority over the enemy. When no one stands up and makes the devil obey, he runs loose even though he is subject to Jesus Christ. Why? Because we're supposed to exercise the authority of God. It's supposed to be exercised through you and me. Jesus isn't coming out of heaven to do your job and you can pray all you want. I've given you my authority. Exercise it. Take dominion. Take control. Cast him out. Pray, but I'm not coming back, boys. That's what it says. You can pray, but I'm not coming back to do your job. You want to save America? Then go save America. But if you just want to pray about it, get ready for the concentration camp and pray you can survive it because I'm not coming back to save you. See, it's a little sarcastic, but that's how stupid the American church has become. We have taught so much false doctrine that we don't understand our authority our responsibility, our position.
in any country to preserve it, to save it, to disciple it. Jesus is not coming back to do our job. When no one stands up and makes the devil obey, he runs rampant over you. The devil tries to talk believers out of their authority. So he will not have to obey the truths written in the word of God. He tries to make you disbelieve the authority you have. Oh, God really didn't say that. Oh, it really can't be true. I remember praying for somebody today. He had a hole in his tooth. He was uh, silly enough. I'll, I'll use that word silly instead of foolish. He was silly enough for three years to let it uh, fester until whoo, he was in pain. And then I talked to him when I heard about it. And I, I prayed, rebuked the pain. Pain said, okay, I'll see you in a few hours. Somebody else said, oh, you have no sympathy. I have sympathy. I believe in walking in faith. I believe in exercising faith. I believe in taking a dominion and authority. And he got here and said, you know, as soon as you prayed, the pain went away. Hallelujah. I believed it. I believed it. That would have been human feelings to let you stay home and wallow in your pain. We just pray, don't we believe it's going to happen? Get yourself here. I'll see you in a few hours. Amen? He said, amen. And he walked in the door. As soon as you got off the phone and you prayed, I was healed. Well, hallelujah. I expect a big salmon, Gabe. <laughs> I believe in when I'm praying, it'll be done. So come. Come to the service after I get done praying. Don't stay home and crawl in bed and say, who owes me? Well, why did I waste my time on you faithless, gutless? Amen? Well, have some faith. Crawl out of bed, pick up your eye bed and walk. We are at a turning point. You need to know that Satan is subject to you as a believer and the follower of the Most High God. When you stand in the identity and authority of Jesus Christ, Satan is subject to you. It's time you understand those things. You are not alone in this. Jesus has already commanded and equipped you to stand firm against the enemy. Make him obey. It has already been set up by the sacrifice Jesus established to his death and resurrection. All the time people are praying, 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 and then they want to go to bed. Good night. Get dressed and get to church. Or don't call me up to pray for you. Just, just pray for yourself. If I pray, I expect to see you in church. I expect you to say, I'm healed. Is that good preaching, honey? Point number three. Make the devil obey you. Make the devil obey you. Mark 16, 14 through 17. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe that those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, go into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out devils. They will speak in new tongues. Their teeth will quit hurting. And if they have a bellyache, it'll go away. Now, I'm just paraphrasing a little bit because the person I prayed for had a bellyache too. But he's good today. He's sitting right here. The very first task Jesus told his disciples was to make the devil obey you. Most Christians re really can't get their minds around the devil obeying them. Satan has built himself up as untouchable. He does have power, but he is no longer has authority. Because his nature's disobedience, he may not always respond to authority immediately. Sometimes when you give the devil a command from the word of God, he will try to disobey. Use a different tactic, accomplish his agenda, or be unresponsive to your command. 
Again, he will try to be unresponsive. You must take authority and command him to go. Ultimately, he is subject to you as a believer in the body of Christ. When Jesus took his position of rule, he told the church, I'm going up here to sit down now, but I have been given all authority and all power. Now go in my name and make the devil obey you. I'm going up here to sit down now, but I'm giving you that authority to walk and do what I did on earth. You go and make the devil obey you. We have been given the power and the authority over all principalities and powers of darkness, over Satan himself. We have been even commanded and equipped to make Satan obey you. Only you, the church, the bride of Christ, can save the nation. Only you, the believer, can defeat the power of Satan and every evil spirit influencing the Marxist revolutionists that are toppling, overthrowing the Republic of the United States of America. Only you can stop this. Let God, through the Holy Spirit and the power and authority of Jesus that he gave you, lead a mighty Holy Ghost revival through you and the boldness of God in you to speak the truth, exposing corruption, and take back America as a beacon of light to the world. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.